following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. There's nothing more funny to me than imagining Clarence Thomas talking to his wife, saying, look at this nigga here. everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning welcome everyone to a brand new episode of five minute warning happy Sunday or as some people in the world call it, happy almost Super Bowl Sunday. And welcome to a new episode of 5-Minute Warning. Once again, it is your man, Ruben, here in the house. And of course, AG is right by my side. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? Hopefully more Moby will be joining us a little bit later. Hey, man, how was your week, bro? How's it work, man? That's all it was this week. Work and work <laughs> and more work. You had no days off, bro? Man, I felt like, I felt like cool Modi. Work. <laughs> <laughs> Since we going back in the day. I mean, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Well, I'm sorry all your week was work. I mean, you know, I'm not totally sorry because they paid me, but man, going to work every day, it's like, you, you wake up one day, it's like, all I'm doing is working. Work, 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 work. <laughs> yeah, but you know what else happens? You get stuff in the mail called bills, and them shits don't stop. <laughs> well, see, so I, sure I the am in the middle going. of venting right now. I don't want to talk about the reality of the situation. I just okay. want to be like, work, 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 work. I hear work. that. Like, cool, Modi. <laughs> One more time. Work, 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 work. <laughs> yeah, I did a little work myself um, this past week. Um, yeah. Watched a little Royal Rumble last night. Oh, speaking of that, 10-year deal with Netflix. What do you think? I'm pissed. Why are you pissed? Just get Netflix. Not, now I got to get Netflix, man. Actually, I'm surprised money. you didn't have... What's up, Moby? I'm surprised you didn't have Netflix before. But, I mean, this is a great reason. Well, for p- people like yourself, this is a great reason to get Netflix. So, look, man, straight up. I'm, I'm, I'm literally one of the last people to do a couple things. One, to get Netflix. Because clearly, everybody else in that grandma that I know got Netflix. Two, Cash App. Everybody, my mama got Cash App. And I'm just like, what? And just you like, don't have Cash App? No, nah, for what? How do you, another way, how do you? Another, another way for my money to leave my bank? No, nah, I'm good. I got enough. I got how enough do you, ways to How do you do commerce with people, man? That's like the people's bank. Cash App. I don't do commerce with people. Venmo. I don't. I, I have Zelle that's attached to my to one of my banks, and I do PayPal, bro. I'm old school, cause cause it's back in the day, baby. What's going on, Moby? How was your week, brother? Man, it was alright. What's up, man? I mean, you know. So why, why do you have, why do you have to get Netflix? The Netflix just signed a ten year deal with the WWE. I thought he'd be excited, but he's pissed uh, off. He's got to get Netflix. Yeah, Raw's gonna be on Netflix now. 
starting so, January 2025. So it's going to be live on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was surprised. So, I mean, a streaming service, when they, they got TV locked down, I was surprised, but it happened. Well, I guess now I'm interested to see, because I don't know anything about Netflix, so educate me. Does it have commercials? Well, it can. If you don't want to pay for all of it, then yes, you will have commercials. Okay. I don't so know that, now. That, I don't know if it will have commercials on events, you know, like we're talking about now. But generally speaking, if you have the lowest tier, yes, you have commercials, and yes, you have um, less definition. I think it's it's is it HD? No, yeah, it's HD, but it's not 4K. That's it. Well, I ain't got a 4K TV, so we good. Okay. Um. So okay, because that's my thing. Like, because I know sometimes. I mean, like on Peacock, they have commercials to a point. So it's pretty much going to run like regular television. But if you got if you got the cheap Netflix, you don't get commercials. If you don't, you don't get commercials. So that's kind of dope. Um, you know? But yeah, that's just, I mean, the next thing is, why do I even have cable? I mean, I don't have cable now, but why do I got what I got? Like, Well, the only reason we have cable is to get the internet connection, so... Yeah. Otherwise, we do direct TV stream and all the things. So. But I assume you have Netflix and Moby has Netflix. Yeah, Mo- you got Netflix, Moby? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I got Netflix. Well, we just got it back because it was like they started charging a whole lot of money, but then we just got rid of a huge bill. So it's like we can get Netflix now. But I mean, okay. you know, you don't have to pay the the whole thing. But if, like I said, if you're not willing to deal with commercials and, and if you're not willing to have uh, lower definition on your t- on the stream, then... Guess what? Yeah. Because Sunday, Black Morticia Adams. So, What's I mean, up, Black Morticia Adams? So here's the other thing, right? So now, what the, in America, Peacock is still going to be a WWE network. So now, yeah, I'm Moby. <laughs> he didn't turn off his mic. He did not. <laughs> but. So Peacock is still going to be the WWE Network, okay. but Raw is going to be on Netflix. They're not the same. No, Peacock is NBC. No, what I'm talking about is I thought that Raw and WWE were the same. They're not. Well, that's a program for the WWE. Right. I mean, so WWE owns the Raw uh, property, right? Correct, but they don't. But see, the network is a completely different situation. Okay, explain that to me because I'm now I'm curious. Why, why is it different? If so it's the under- network, so the network, all the pay per views and stuff are on that for America. So that's all gone because they have a deal with Peacock until like probably 2026 or something. So my assumption is once that deal's out, they're probably going to then make another deal with Netflix and be like, hey. Why don't you add some more money, dog? And we'll just bring you the whole network, which would make sense. Because mm-hmm. then I can drop Peacock. <laughs> but but are people you know. gonna? But I mean, will they lose some audience because Netflix is you know inherently more expensive than Peacock ever will be or should be? Anyway. Well, I mean, so at this point in time, the only thing in America that's going to be WWE is Raw, and that's usually Monday night, three hours. Um, that's the only thing that's going to be on Netflix in America. Now, overseas, the network is going to be on Netflix for overseas. So, like, if you're in America, you still got to go to Peacock. But if you're in Brazil, 
Netflix baby for everything. So eventually, I think they're going to try to move everything on one platform. But, but people got to pay for that shit, which, I mean, well, you just that got was $5 my, billion. That was, the, that was the basis of my question, because I was like, if everything from WWE is going to be on Netflix, then holy cow. But now you got people that can't get it just by having Peacock or just NBC now. So. Well, yeah, but Raw was on USA. So oh, okay. It, okay. it was on cable. And then SmackDown is going to USA. And NXT is going to CW, which sucks because Direct Stream, Direct TV Stream doesn't have CW. So I got to figure that shit out. <sighs> so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Okay. That's really the only, I mean, the Netflix thing I can live with. But the CW is a, is a crank in the plans right now. So maybe, maybe the streaming joint will get CW by then, but... No, my luck. I gotta figure some shit out. But so, man, this episode is a special episode because I think what I wanted to do, I wanted to, you know, we talk about um, a whole bunch of stuff, mostly relationships and stuff. And I kind of wanted to, like, you know, smooth on down with that a little bit. So this this episode is back in the day. I almost called it black in the day, but that's not rare. That's not fair. So I didn't want to do that. Um, I was black in the day. I mean, true. <laughs> At least I hope so. I mean, back then, Michael Jackson was iffy. So um, that's what they said anyway. So we're going to start today with some questions. So the first question, as you saw, was, and I'll let, I'll let AG answer this first. AG, back then, were you down with OPP? Okay, first of all, and I never knew for sure. But officially, what does OPP mean? Other people's... Depends. See, exactly. <laughs> what does it mean? What is it... When, when Naughty by Nature wrote this, what was their intent? Because I saw the video, but then I could never get a straight answer from anyone. So what's, what, what, is, what does OPP actually stand for officially as far as they're concerned? So... If we're talking to them, I believe is it, it correct me, Moby. I could be wrong on this. Man, don't ask me to correct me. You talking about some shit that happened when I was a fucking kid. <laughs> you and, still, and, but you know and, what OPP is. And, and I thought Naughty by Nature was whack. And there's no, there's no redeeming quality from Naughty by Nature. They have never had any song other than the hip hop array thing that white people just love to just jump all around and do this shit to. So, I mean, when, as soon as I saw the question, I was like, man, you got to count me out because I don't give a fuck about this question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> we see Mobis. Mobis fired up. Y'all, he, look, hey, he won't hear last week, so he got a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. I mean, I'm about to say, and also, like, I, I, I listened to the song. Different different verses on the song meant different things. It was other people's property, other people's pussy. Like, there's a whole bunch of things it could mean. So, I mean, you just asked a, a very vague question about a very whack ass song about a time <laughs> that I'd rather forget in hip hop. Like, when people thought that shit was good. So, I mean, like, well, it, I it, mean, it, yeah, Ruben, you, you tell me, were you down with OPP? Because obviously you must have thought the shit was awesome because 30 some years later, you're like, hey, let me make a fucking random ass question about OPP, <laughs> which means you were listening to that shit on your Spotify. You was just like, you know what? It wasn't that bad, which is usually what people say when they know they listening to something whack. 
<laughs> you done? I mean, <laughs> somebody's face is melted off right now. Yeah, I'm mine. just saying. Awesome. So, <laughs> as, as KB Yako said, I think OVP had a different meaning depending on the verse, which AG just advised as well. Um, and Brent is pretty much like other people's penis. Um, Pudani, you know, Nadi used to used to bang. He says so. And so, Please so just <laughs> look at you shaking his head. You like y'all to be shaming y'all so. <laughs> That's the, so hold on. You ever, hey man, you ever done something and it's so stupid and your parents didn't even get have the energy to get mad at you, so they just oh, shook their head and walked away. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about other people's like musical preferences because you know I'm pretty sure I listen to some shit that some people might be like oh that shit's whack but like just because you tell me it's classic hip hop doesn't mean it's gotta be good I mean so look I, I was a kid at the time I mean I remember people jumping back and forth going hip hop hey, but I, we not I, talk about that shit we not talk about okay 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 before, right. we, before I answer the question and we can move on from Moby's anger can we at least agree that it was catchy? Can we say that? I mean, look, look, OPP, all the Naughty by Nature shit was catchy. That's why, you know what, man? I give more respect and credit to fucking MC Hammer than Naughty by Nature. People clown MC Hammer like he was doing pop rap. Like, Naughty by Nature was on, like, the was the first quote-unquote thug pop rap. Like, they were Ja Rule before Ja Rule. Like, they, they like, I mean... <laughs> I, I respect what they did for the culture, I guess, even if I don't necessarily like it. I mean, listening to Tretch talk always just makes me want to stab myself with a screwdriver. But I mean, look, I get it. You know, they were friends with Queen Latifah. So, I mean, we got to forgive them for something, you know, like. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so. Woo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> didn't expect that. I didn't, didn't see that coming. I didn't see so, it coming. To answer your question, he punched AG, me right in the face. <laughs> oh, to answer your question, AG, okay, um, that I do understand. I do understand it now. I do because I thought it was correct, a definitive, yes. you know, acronym, but apparently not. So I, because I never really truly listened to the song necessarily. It was on the radio. It was catchy, and I moved on. It wasn't like it. It was. It was definitive in my life or life changing. I do remember it. It was really catchy, but I also remember Vanilla too. So just saying. It was really catchy. But so, was I ever down with OPP with respect to other people's punani? One time. And I'll tell you the story. I, I had my um, my first pretty girlfriend. She was, she, she was really pretty. Stop it. Stop it. No, man. Stop I got to tell you. Stop it. Hold okay, on. I'm not hold on. <laughs> I got to tell you a story. Hold on, man. Hold yeah, on, man. You opened you the, open the, the story. You opened the door for this. You opened the pan. Why you got to say it like that, bro? What? Why you got to say about first pretty girl? Because I, I, that, like there, were some, there were some times, man, I was just like, nice was really important to me. But I have come to find out that you, you should pick a girl that can walk and chew gum. I'm just saying. So, you know, this is this she was she was smoking hot, man. It's one of those things I, I was I was punching way out of my weight class. So we dated I think we dated for about a year or so. I'd gone to Chicago to visit family for the summer and she cheated on me with another dude. I was heartbroken. I promise you I was heartbroken. Tears, the whole night. It was terrible. So, you know, life goes on, whatever it is, school year starts, and she called me up, just out of the blue, random. And I was like, uh, 
Okay, what do you want? Because I mean, you know, she's with her, she's with this dude, and they're like together together. This is like, I'm thinking this is going to go all the way to like three kids and a 401k. So you know, I, I moved on or whatever it was finally, and so she calls me out of the blue, and essentially this turned into a booty call a couple of times, and I thought about it beforehand because it's like as badly as I hurt. I was like, do I need to put these people through that too? And I thought about it, I was like, no, nah, that's not that's not really cool. The dick took over. No, actually, I was still thinking with my head, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to worry about it. It is what it is. And it was the first and last time I ever banged a girl angry. And it was just like, yeah. So that one time, I, absolutely. I commend you, AG. Commend you. <laughs> Why do you commend me off such an awful act? I mean, I'm just saying, you could, because you had the, the foresight and wherewithal to just be like, you know what? This ain't the move. I, I don't need to keep moving and living like this. Because a lot of people be like, man, this shit ain't got nothing to do with me. She want to get up. She want to get up. Hey, that's their relationship. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But but it yeah. still it still wasn't cool to do. I did it twice, but it just wasn't cool to do. Because I mean, because the first time, even though that's why they did me, it's just like. That's just not some poison you pass on. But that in the moment, I, it wasn't. A, it wasn't. My, I was thinking of my dick at all. It was just like I was pretty angry. I mean, look, man. Like I said, I, I commend you, man, because that that, that that has not been my thought process in the past. Mine's <laughs> like, hey, look, like <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. Back back in the day when I was single, somebody um, somebody in my past wanted to slide through, and I was. Um, I had no commitment to anyone. So what does her commitment have to do with me? Like she she chose. Like I I didn't now I didn't proactively go try to slide in there. Like you said, she called you. She did. It was it was so really I mean, random. You know, I, I I had the policy, I don't ask no questions back in the day. Somebody would have see- called me and been like, hey, I don't know. Plausible deniability, baby. Hey man. Because I remember I was on I was at because uh, like about two or three months before she gave me a call, I was on this front porch in my parents' house with my girlfriend, my new girlfriend. And um, we was just chilling. I said, hey, that's my girlfriend. And I saw her look at us like angry, like she caught me and caught me doing something. I said, have a please. I'm, you broke up with me. So, you know, I was kind of laughing at that. But again, 60 days later, how you doing, boo? It's okay. Let me get this dick, girl. Was it girl. good? Huh? Was it good? In so many ways, it was. <laughs> I can't tell that's you. Really a, and that, was, and that's really what the, what the issue is. If it was good, uh, it, it, well, it was so good. I did it twice. Like I said before, I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I I did it twice. Moby, are you judging Moby? Not a, not, that not looks not like a, the judgy face. He's not judging. Not a, he's no, just there, like giving me the slow clap right now. No, there, there's no judgment at all. I'm just simply saying, like you know, maybe one day off air, Ag, I have to let you know how I did not I did not share your same disposition about things. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think you just did. I, I mean, mean w- once again, I won't go into details because, you know. Oh, understood. Protect the innocent and everything, but know. I mean, shoot, that was. Protect the lives man, of the innocent and guilty. Man, you you want to talk about, when I was saying, you want to talk about somebody being able to compartmentalize? <laughs> 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 I, 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 I damn near a sociopath, man. Like, hey. <laughs> the bodies are buried. Hey, man. Oh, man I, I, I could have did something and then went and played basketball with her man later on and been like, whatever. See. And see, and the funny thing is, I'm glad you said that because we're going into our 
senior year. So the girl in question had graduated. And so that left her boyfriend and I in the same, you know, as, as seniors. And we ended up in the same English lit class. And, and it's just like, and I looked at him like, yeah, I told that pussy up. I sure what it is. How's that feel, sir? <laughs> I mean, how's that slobby? I was so good at compartmentalizing. My ass was fucking around and giving relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey man, I, re- I really think y'all two gonna make it, man. I really think y'all two gonna make it, man. Just keep the lines of communication. <laughs> no, <open>. but <laughs> that's, that's savage. That is savage, and it's no different than what I did either. So it, you know, just saying. Uh, Brent, Brent said OPP was all he could get at VCU. A lot of guys should be looking for me. I should have been catching hands from 1995. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. <laughs> I so, so that's he, my he, that's he my was, answer. original Slim Shady right there. He said, <laughs> <laughs> oh Ooh. shit! So that's so, the only thing I got, man, because I never I never stole uh, anything. Oh yeah, I did steal something when I was a kid. Oh man, we were in we were in um, Robert Hall Village. If you're old enough to remember that store, and they had it back in the '70s, they trusted everybody. So they had this big vat, seemed like a bubble gum, right? So my mom was in there doing her thing or whatever it is, and I'm trying to keep myself entertained. So we're on our way out of the store, going to the cash register, and I look in there and I was like, ooh, it looked like it was supposed to be free. I found out later I had stolen some because my mama wore my behind out. So yes, I have stolen something before. Hey man, that's weird because the one thing like that, can't ever remember myself doing or stealing anything. I have I have committed a lot of transgressions in my day. I can't remember myself stealing anything. Wait, like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! So what? The threshold is stealing, but everything else is cool. Here's the thing: it ain't even a threshold. I'm just like realizing that there's something that I just ain't never stole. I just it's just not in my. Wow! I've just never done that. I've, I've done a lot of other stuff, but the the, the stealing. Like, if somebody be like, oh, you're a thief, I'd be like, hold on, I am a lot of things. But I am not a thief. <laughs> wow. I am not I mean, a crook. But you didn't steal nobody's girl or nothing? No, nah, man. I mean, she might have chose, but I never stole. She might you have can't, Wait a minute. First of all, you can't. It, and this it's, is one thing that women say all the time. They, that's they very true. You cannot steal anybody because she property. made choices. Yeah. <laughs> she made choices. You didn't steal nothing. She gave you something just like she gave me something. <laughs> so, oh, <yeah>. shit. Hell, <laughs> man. Black <laughs> Morticia Adams, boy. Back then, it wasn't nothing like getting getting dicked down by some by OPP knowing his girl was at home crying. But I'm grown now, and I partake, and I partake in such shenanigans. I mean, <laughs> That's savage. I, I mean, mean you, say, you say it is what it is, but like that... I've, I've talked to a lot of women who have said there is nothing more exhilarating than having sex with a guy when when they know, like, that there's another woman that wants because basically they don't want nothing they don't nobody else want. That's true. That's true. That's just, that's just human nature. <laughs> yeah, if no one wants you, they don't either. So, yeah. Oh wow. I'm just saying, yeah. man. I mean, I, it wasn't really exhilarating for me because it was more vengeful and being vengeful to start with that its base is bad. But I do understand the exhilaration part. I do understand it. I don't know if guys operate under the whole, like, 
idea of wanting to have sex with somebody because it's forbidden. Like, I feel like we're too simple for that. We want to have sex with the female because we're attracted to her and we want to have sex with her. Well, a lot of times it's cut and dry, man. What about the part of it that's like, to some men, wouldn't it be a greater conquest if you if you uh, bagged and tagged a married woman? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know how many cool points you get for dirty macking, but <laughs> I mean, but is there something to that? Is it is, is that dirty macking? Mac- I mean, really? didn't say yeah, all yeah, men, but yeah, to some yeah, men, yeah, is it? Wouldn't it, that it, be a part it, of a trophy, though? It's dirty macking if you went to pursue some woman who you knew was married just because you wanted to have sex with her, just because she was married. Now, if, yeah. if you wanted to have sex with her for your own selfish, I just am attracted to this chick woman, that's one thing. But if you was just out here dirty macking just for on a conquest or to, to ruin somebody's relationship, that's... Hey. She came to me. Well, she, she, again, again, we go then, back then, to the choices, man. She made a choice to give you that booty. You, you said she came to you. Hence, I would not accuse you of set dirty packet. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Because <laughs> I don't want my, my name besmirched. Like now, that. now, 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 there are levels of dirty macking because you know that there's there's the dirty macking that ha- comes from the guy that plays the long game, you know that dude that's been perpetually in the friend zone because he's oh, just yeah. like one day, one day, <laughs> I know one, one day, somebody like that's gonna give it up, and and then, and then if that one day comes, you know what? That's not dirty macking. He's put in time, like that. He 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 deserves that. He deserves it. I mean, yeah, I, I watched the dude work hard. That, you know, I, I kind of messed, messed with his girl for a little bit. But, you know, I saw him work hard every day trying to trying to get up in there. And one day he was successful. But, but, but AG, I, I, was such, I was such a proponent for getting guys out of the friend zone. I remember back in the day. Big T! I, I was at college. Hey, man, don't you be... I remember back in the day, there was a chick that was actually trying to holler at me but, but there was a dude i knew that had been so entrenched in the friend zone with her but we all knew he oh, was he trying was to get with her. so she would be hanging out with me trying to holler at me and i would be like yo but what you really need to be doing <laughs> is talking to my boy t you know what i'm saying <laughs> because it's just her wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute man yeah we help people is that what we they help people bro i pay it for it man i pay it for it <laughs> pay it forward so okay so since you did that what is the opposite of dirty macking is that wingman is that what that is actually yeah because if if there's ever gonna be a a wingman competition because you said you're a pretty good pretty good wingman no 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 ag i'm fucking exceptional (laughs) i was an exceptional wingman i was next level i was <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. Look at y'all grown man frolicking. I love it. I can't, I can't do it, Steve. I'm <laughs> I got I got you. I got you, baby. Thank you. There Thank it is. You. There it is. <laughs> oh man. No nah, man, I was exceptional as a wingman. Like I he was, was he was pretty good. I was next level wingman. If if you needed somebody's time to be occupied while you had ample time to lay it your mackets down. <laughs> I've, I've seen Lay it your Mac down. I've seen this in action, AG. I It'll believe be you. I believed him the first time he said. He said about three years ago. I remember. I mean, it's just like I believe it. It's just so funny. 
Hey man, I, I you know some some people got the gift, man. Like I just I just had the wingman gift, man. So the woman that was trying to holler at you, did she eventually go to this dude? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he got his turn. He got his play. Um, I don't I don't think nothing came too deep of it, but you know. Nah, they not together. He, he got his moment out of the friend zone, and really that was all that mattered to me. Very true. Yeah. He gave him a shot to shoot. Understood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look. Um, we do know one thing. She found out. She fucked around and find, found yes, out. Yes, it, yes, ap- ap- apparently yes, he told it. He apparently he was like, eh, lay that thing down. <laughs> yes, she told it. She told it. She said, oh my god, I did not realize. <laughs> and I was like, well, you should have realized. Woo. <laughs> okay. Uh, Apparently, right. he was, apparently he was tree trunking like he was he was whew, that thing was apparently because she she told the, the out of breath story like she was telling the story <laughs> while she was sitting perfectly still about about this guy and what he was packing and she sounded like she was out of breath and she was sitting still <laughs> <laughs> talking to us like, 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 he, like we wanted to hear that he pulled it out and I was like oh my god like what am I supposed to do with that? Like, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, you grown? You <laughs> you grown? I, she, I guess you figured it out." Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. I so mean, he was a really good friend. <laughs> he was. <laughs> so I'll say this, like to to end this this question. Back in the day, like I understand your 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 thoughts about it, movie. But back in the day, I guess because Ag and I were quite at least ten years older. Um, maybe 13 for AG older than me um, so y'all, y'all was listening to Feel Me Flow yeah yeah we were we were fucking around with with Monarchy by Nature so but I understand you know how you might have felt yeah this shit was whack because you know back then it wasn't a lot of competition I mean for real because yeah you had um, MC Hammer and his dancing ass and then you had um uh, uh, Vanilla Ice with his fake ass, and then you know, then you had Millie Vanilla with their fake asses. So there's a lot of shit going on, and you kind of had to pick and choose, like. But it wasn't a lot of good choices. I'll say that, unless you go straight like gangster rap, because you know, pretty much when I was in high school, gangster rap. I mean, started. but but Tretch wanted to be a part of that. Like that's. That's Technically, he, he is. Yeah, he was aiming for it. It's just the problem is, you know, he you was too he was too busy doing this shit, and going <laughs> back and forth, and hip hop and the rain, and <laughs> you're not wrong, man. Not you wrong. know, and actually, actually, yeah, that, that's true. It's got to yeah, be not true wrong. You're because not wrong. he came off like without the without the soundtrack that he was putting down for his own life. He came off as really edgy. Yeah. But as soon as you put the song on, I, I I remember going back to it and I was like, you know what? I guess that would make you it's hard a to, little it's less hard. edgy if that's you know, that if that's it, your calling card. It's hard to think now with a dude in the middle of summer with a with a wife lover on, a pair of jeans, some Tim's going hip hop or like that. That does sound kind of fucked up right now. I mean, I think about but, it. But see, you you were talking about all the soft ass, but like New York rap was like really, really hot, and then they were they were the pop of hip hop rap. Like they were in the pop, they were firmly in it. They didn't want to be like you listen to him well, talk in the interviews, and he'd be like, "No, nah, man, you know what I'm saying?" Like 
he would he would talk about his gangster stories and talk about how he was having sex and chilling with Tupac and everything. But it's like, nigga, you was you was swinging like this, like you was you was. <laughs> I can't I can't unsee it. I can't unsee so it. I would say that seventy percent of the CD was hardcore New York rap, but then they realized that they wanted to get paid. And the only way to get paid is to make videos and be a little commercial. I mean, I so get it, man. But they're I'm, only like three or four tracks. Wait, look, man, when your songs show up in the suburbs, you're more than a little, you know, little commercial. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Want, I mean, they wanted to get paid, though. I they understand decided, that. I mean, I'm just look, saying. Look, it's just there like, were other hip-hop artists who had really, really poppy ca- or songs that came and got really catchy. Like I think of like Onyx. Like the only thing, the only reason that, yeah, the only reason Onyx started getting looked at funny was when Sticky Fingers did a celebrity match and got his ass whooped. Then it was just like, hey, it's hard to look at these niggas as like the hardest niggas. Like, I mean, he had a line, Sticky Fingers. I'm not even gonna say it. But once again, like he, <laughs> they, their image just changed, but they didn't change their music for. It. It's just they happened to to strike a song that got popular with people. Naughty by Nature made a cognitive decision. We are going to make these catchy-ass pop hip-hop songs, and then we're going to get offended when somebody says we're pop. Tretch used to get fucking offended by that How shit. can you get offended? Number one, you started out with one of the greatest uh, Motown songs as a bass. The sample was ABC. So yeah. you starting you start there. So how in the world are you going to be offended that it's catchy without you even, you know, putting down the first verse? Because, man, you know, he wanted to smooth it out a couple times and they just smoothed it out the whole goddamn Look, man, I mean, if you really wanted to be hard, then you would have went to Jay Dilla and be like, yo. No, they started out with something that was, the, the sample was... This, the sample they used was so this, they used so much of it. Everybody knew it came from uh, really? Jackson Fiber. They knew it, they cognitively knew that it came from something that they already had heard. So they, it's just like when you start yeah. there, you already know what you're trying to do. It just came down and they wanted to get paid. And, and, and okay, but how can you and, okay. and, and, now and, and, be offended and, 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 because yeah. somebody said you being commercial? Well, you notice they talked to Tretch about that. They ain't talked to the other two motherfuckers. Cause the other two motherfuckers enjoy getting paid. Tretch was the only one who felt like he had a rep that he had to protect. Okay. I mean, his name is Tretch, so I guess if your name is Tretch, you gotta and be look, hard. And look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Tretch is not like the hardest dude alive. Cause I don't know that man. Like he might be right here. He might show up to my house tomorrow and be like, I heard that shit he was popping off and slap the shit out of me. And I'd be like, hey, I didn't know, nigga. You should have said hip hop array first. And then I'd have known. Because if I'll be honest, if that nigga walk up to my door, like, nah, I wouldn't even recognize him. I'd be like, yeah, nigga, I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> I, I can't, man. Because every time I close my eyes, all I can see is Moby. <laughs> Like he on a roller coaster. <laughs> like what? Why can't I see it? I mean, see now I'm gonna go on Spotify. It, 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 and listen it's, to it. it's like it's like when Joe Budden on his pop ca- podcast be talking real hard. It's like, nigga, you came out with Pump It Up first. That yeah, was really? your first like, song. Like, like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, come on, bro. I mean, I need, you, I need you to do better. Why don't we just admit who we are at at a certain time and be done yeah. with it? I mean, why can't Joe we just Budden do that? that? Joe Budden did a, did a track with <clears throat> Christina Melia, man. Okay, well, and his, first, his sixteen won't hard. 
Okay. Oh my goodness. Naughty by nature equals Kermit, Bert, and Ernie. I don't know Let's if I go. agree with that. But okay. <laughs> he, did, he did the Collinsworth. He did the Collinsworth. I'm just saying, you got a microphone and. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, let's go to question two. I think we beat up on OBP enough. Um, so, were you down with the latest clothing styles at the time? Now, I understand, Moby. You know, it might be a little different when you were in high school, but like AG, were you down with like the cross colors and like the 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 African medallion and all that shit? Well, here's the thing: cross color, all the stuff that I actually like from hip hop and cross colors was one of them to a degree. I could never afford it. That stuff was expensive, man. I, I was, yeah, and I would, yeah. and I would think about that. I would think about it in two ways. Number one, it was literally more than I had, and number two, I thought about it. It's like, okay, let me get this right. I'm about to buy a pair of banana yellow pants. Am I gonna want to wear these in two years? Am I gonna want to wear these in six months? Can I? <laughs> Can I afford to accessorize the way I should to make it look like you need to make it look? And that's even more money than the pants. And then I have to buy more pants and then all the things. And I have this whole wardrobe and I'm looking like a Crayola Crayola 64 box with no sharpener because I can't afford the accessories. So I'm going to I'm going to take a pass on that. So a lot of that stuff, I couldn't afford it because you had to do so much to really make it look right. So I just yeah. let it go. I would just wear a t-shirt and jeans and some uh, sneakers, and I, I left it at that. So some of the stuff that, you know, I'm not really trendy, but some of the stuff I did like, but that stuff was super expensive, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good because, again, next summer, am I going to want to wear shorts that come down to my ankles? I'm not real sure about that. Those aren't shorts. Those are pants. Exactly my point. So... <laughs> And then, and then at the time, and I, and I, and I, I don't care what anybody says. When crisscross come on the radio, I'm all about wow. that. So, and they had the pants turned backwards, and they were starting to sell in the stores like that. And I'm like, I just can't do it. Just can't, can't see myself doing it. So it didn't fit my style anyway. So whatever. But like I said, man, a lot of the stuff was just really expensive. I just couldn't afford it. So, like I understood the shirt being backwards, but the pants, bro, bro, pants. it's hard for you to take a piss pants. when your pants are backwards. I, all the things, but that's what they were doing. I remember they were on Arsenio Hall show said, "Man, we're gonna be wearing our pants backwards forever." And I, was, I, I looked at them like, ah, no, you're, not. That. "You're not." <laughs> Eventually, you're gonna wake up one day and be like, "This is stupid." Turn my pants around. I'm just saying. I I did have a, a African medallion though. Yeah, I never was a necklace guy, but that's felt like not very long. If you start running, one. does it beat you up? I mean, does it crack your sternum at some point? <laughs> Well, if you had the heavy joints, I mean, if you got like one a, like for real, like a you know, not not like a medallion, like if you throw it at somebody, you can knock them out. No, I ain't had one of those. Oh, before. okay, okay. Did you have the leather one? Yeah, I had a leather one. Those, those were I, always it didn't cool. last very long. Why not? Because I, uh, you know, my my pro blackness just <laughs> wasn't there for a very long time. <laughs> And I'll, I'll put it like that. And that that's so, just how I'll put so it. So if they had a bus boycott, you would have you rode the bus, wouldn't you? <sighs> Strong. <laughs> I ain't walking. Fuck that. Especially the school. Man, kiss my ass on that. 
Walk or Shirley Brown? Ooh. I'm walking. I'm walking. That's what it is. Yeah, hey, man. Uh, Tika, I mean, Moby, what they have when you were in school, man? What was... What I mean, was... Y'all, y'all talking about middle school stuff, so, like, that... Oh, so that I was mean, middle school for you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's middle school, like, early middle school with that for me. That's... Now, was your mom buying you stuff like that, or did yeah, you even I'm want not. it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it might have been some bright colors. It might, it might have been some color schemes that I ain't necessarily, you know, I'm not okay. proud of. Like thirty years later, but you know, what I'm saying that's that's about it. You know, what I'm saying I had my Hawaiian Punch T-shirt on. You know, I had my Fight the Power T-shirt on from Lean on Me. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> my my Pump Up the Volume T-shirt. Oh Jesus, a uh, horrible movie, just as bad song. Oh um, man, what's the horror movie? Lean on me? No, no. how about the volume? About okay, the volume? I, okay, I about to say. Wait a minute, wasn't that Christian Slater? Unfortunately, yeah, it was. I like that it, with the with the pirate bad. radio show. That was cool. Yeah, it wasn't, you like that? It wasn't. It wasn't, like it wasn't, it wasn't horrible, but AG, it it doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't age well. But at the time, no, it wasn't. But horrible. does any movie age well? Uh, some of them do, but I not mean, this. They still show black. I mean, Back to the Future. They do. I mean. Because when you yeah. think about it, Back to the Future doesn't age horribly, though. Like, no, it didn't. <laughs> it, Surprisingly, it, it did it, not. It doesn't age that bad. But no, Which I mean, is weird, look, right? You I mean, think. when I was in high school, I mean, it was it was baggy clothes, and everybody was trying dressing like a hot boy. So, fashion actually become kind of cheap. Oh, us, a hot just, boy. Yeah. Explain. Cash money. Like. White T-shirt and yeah, we were wearing white baggy. T-shirts and, and and baggy jeans and and see, and I could have afford, I could have afforded that. I, I couldn't, well, I couldn't, I couldn't afford the Jabro jeans, but you know, I was like, you know, I could do a big Bro. T-shirt. Yeah, I, I could do, I could do the big ass T-shirts, and I was, I was with that. The T-shirts wow. with the sleeves that hang down past your elbow. They were yeah, so big. Hell, hell yeah. You yeah. know, I was a big dude that really needed a 3X watching all these little skinny-ass <laughs> niggas wear 3X T-shirts. Extra long do-rags. Being, being, being mad as shit when I, like, go to Foot Locker to get them white tees and they like, all the 3Xs out. I'm like, nigga, everybody here, 85 pounds. Where the 3Xs go? <laughs> Yo, at, at my heaviest, at my heaviest, you know, when I was working, for the company I work for now, and I was in Military Circle Mall, there was a foot locker like four stores down. And every week, like on Fridays, I'd go in there, try to get a jersey. You know, basketball jersey. They ain't never have them. What? How come y'all never have basketball? Like, didn't y'all just get a shipment? Yeah, we got a shipment yesterday, but all the little kids came and took all the big... Can, can you not do that? Like, hey, F them. It's America. I gotta, snooze, I gotta snooze, respond sir. to what KB Ico said. He said, no Bugle Boy jeans because Pastor Troy said so. <laughs> what is wrong with Bugle Boy, man? Does this guy I, hate everything? I, I, I don't know, but not, not, it won't just pass the Troy because Trick Daddy, the girl's ass of those Bugle Boy jeans you wear, hell no, nah, bitch. You know they polo. Polo. <laughs> 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 I don't think B-Boy G's made it very well. Yeah, I, mean, I remember was, there used to be a Bugle Boy outlet when I was in Georgia. Yeah. There was a Bugle Boy outlet, man. And it was like back in the day when you, you ain't had no money. Like it was hard not to have some Bugle Boy jeans. I mean, but wasn't that the wrong demographic though? That wasn't that white suburbia? Yeah, but the outlets had them cheap ass Bugle Boy jeans though, man. Like I, I didn't know. It, it was hard not to have Bugle Boy jeans yeah. in the outlet right there. 
Because actually, in, it, you, you, you know, in white suburbia, Bugle Boy was a status symbol. And but I, I just, feel you like know, that and that and um, what is it? Oh, oh, guess, guess. I feel I feel like Bugle Boy jeans. The Bugle Boy happened um, way before Denny's happened, which you know how people didn't like the way they were treated in Denny's. I okay. feel like that happened with Bugle Boy because Bugle Boy was very popular, and then. Not. It wasn't. Yeah. Just, just kind of. And, and like, and like Moby said. Like. like Moby said, they're pretty much shitting on Big Boy jeans in rap songs. Uh, yeah. You, you done lost the black community. Yeah. Where they at now? Oh, you know what I did? I did save my money for one thing that I did like that was my style that I could not afford, but I did save my money for one item. I had a Tommy Hill figure. Oh, I love that shirt, man. For what? Because it was cool. To me, I loved it, man. Man, look, man. I've had one time a Hill figure t shirt in my life. In my what? life, I had one time a Hill figure t shirt. And I'm not even, I'm pretty sure it was a, it was a knockoff. I'm pretty sure it wasn't even real. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I was like, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ruben, why you give me the look of shame, man? What's wrong with Hill figure, man? Oh, I mean, right. but, but, besides, but besides the fact that there's been several allegations of racism with them, um, mean, yeah. nothing much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no different than anybody else. Okay. <laughs> I keep hearing I keep hearing conflicting reports about that, but I okay, I get it. Did like that shirt though. Oh damn. Um, so yeah, we're gonna ignore that comment and then we're gonna move on because I figured that was about to happen. We ignoring comments now. Are we ignoring comments? Which comment are we ignoring? <laughs> that lion's comment. <laughs> I guess the Lions just start getting their ass beat. I mean, they, they, they didn't get their ass beat. What happened is... Well, they only um, got by three now. Josh Reynolds decided that he was going to take... He wouldn't have been for himself. He was going to settle his gambling debts by uh, being an awful football player. Uh, right now, bro? Yeah. Like, you should have did that shit last round. <laughs> nah, he, he, he pretty, pretty much figured this is the best time to cash out and get all those loan sharks off my back I'm just gonna drop everything <laughs> so um were there any trends that you were that y'all were about in, in your high school days I mean look I couldn't afford a lot of the trends and I don't mean like I couldn't afford because like my family was inherently broke or something it was just my mom won't about to spend hundreds of dollars on them new J's every time they drop and in Portsmouth, like, a whole bunch of niggas had J's and didn't have no lights on at home, but they had them new J's when they came out. And Man, I, J3s I, make it better when you can't see at night. Yeah, saying. apparently. Them shit keep you warm. <laughs> when, you gotta open the, when you gotta open the stove to get some heat, them J2s, hey, yo. I, I mean, I, I literally remember niggas, like, coming to school late, and I'd be like, why you coming to school late? Oh, because my parents took me to go to Foot Locker to get them J's when they came. I'm like, bro, like, I know where y'all stay. Like, they took you there? Like, your your parents probably should have been at work. Like, (laughs) 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 and and you needed to be in school more than any of us because, like, (laughs) you gotta get Yeah, if education is your way out, like, bro, you, you... you been making some bad business decisions. <laughs> oh man, nah, man, never had a pair. Never had. Well, I had one pair of J's, and there was a cloth J's. And back whoa, then, whoa, whoa, back up. When were there ever cloth Jordans? 
Ah, there are some Klaus Georges. You mean, hey, so been knockoff. you're not talking about the, you know, the, while well, he was, you know, like the retro ones, are you? I'm talking about the red and black ones that weren't made of leather. They were made of, not what? cloth, I guess. It was, it's not leather, it's like, I mean, I, it's yeah. Right, you you just hit. I'm 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 gonna have to do research on this. You For had, real? you had you had some individual J's. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you you had you had a you had on some J's. You, you know what? <laughs> That's cold. That's I cold. Mean, like, what, are, what are those? These, these are J twos. The <laughs> they lasted just as long as every other pair of shoes I had back you in the day. You had some Jordan ashes. You know what? Let's go. Yeah, some Jordan ashes. Yeah, why they gotta be Jordan ashes? That's bad. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, they last like three months, man. It, was, it wasn't good back then. I went through shoes, man. I just went through shoes because my parents didn't really want to get me Nikes, and I was just like. These are the Nikes are the only things that will like not die on my feet. Cause I, I apparently I was rough on shoes growing up. I mean I ain't paid no athletics and shit. I was just fat and just rough on shoes. So Alright. So top five favorite songs of high school. AG, what you got? Man, I can't answer the question. What do you mean? I can't literally the can't. Top five, man! All the songs in high school were like awesome, man. Because I was I'm drawn. Every, from- every, everybody generally romanticizes the songs in high school, and then I mean, it's just a lot of music, man. It is. It's, it's high school five four, songs man. you liked. Okay, I mean, okay, I'll tell you what. Oh, minute, so, Ray Ruby, your top five list is literally your five favorite songs of high school. Like, you've definitively figured out these are the five favorite songs of my four-year life in high school. Did I listen to you a lot in high school? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Look, I love that face. <laughs> He's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> well, obviously, you've been thinking about this question longer than the couple days you gave us to think no, about this no. question. You, I, I, I have not. Or you only <laughs> listen to 10 songs in your whole high school life because I, I'm pretty sure to get down to five songs, man, it could, it could not have been easy. It wasn't easy. I mean, that, I listen to a lot of music, but there are five songs that I can say and say, yeah, throughout my high school life, I always listened to this. And regardless, if I liked other songs and stuff like that, like Babyface ain't on my list. Lord knows I listened to a shit ton of Babyface in high school, but, you know, he never made my top five. Or like, you know, Ace Town ain't on this bitch. Thank God. And why um, the hell not? I mean, <laughs> 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 I think the question is why the hell should For they Christmas. be? Oh, I love Jesus that. Christ. I love it when y'all do that. Every Christmas, I love it. <laughs> every every hey, year, y'all get into that. It is like we awesome. Spread the love, baby. It's the gift that keeps giving. Because <laughs> Moby is like, for Christmas. <laughs> man, but let's be real, man. Every January, those guys are like, yo, man, we getting residual from that Christmas song. I'm sure they get a little bit in the mail every quarter. I'm sure they do, because that's hilarious, I mean, man. Right, I'm pretty sure they don't notice the 17 cent that come into their account for that <laughs> shit. I'm, not from the Christmas version. Not from the Christmas version, baby. Like, unless they lump it in with the regular version. Well, yeah. 17, the cents, the 17 cents for a song like that, they probably signed a really bad deal. I'm just saying, we're going to hope that they sign a decent deal. I mean, it's not JT money, but, you know, it is what it is. All, all on Luke, man. I ain't saying Luke signed bad deals. I'm just saying, yeah, 
I say one song, one song that I know for a fact that I enjoyed in high school, and this is this is due to my lovely wife, because again, we've known each other our lives. She was much more musically, you know, wide than I was. I was listening to one thing, and I only cared to listen to one thing, and that, at that point, but she turned me on to. Prince's new record, this is, I'm definitely showing my age here, Sign of the Times. And she said, okay. you got to listen to this. And, you know, I love me some Prince because the second song I'm going to say, I'll just say the second song now. The second song I, I really like from Prince was uh, I Want to Be Your Lover. That's probably my favorite Prince song for real. Okay. Except when she turned me on to that, she gave it to me, but she didn't give it to me. She, she let me borrow it for a couple of weeks. And I sat down and I really gave it a listen. Oh, I thought you were talking about give you something else. Okay, my bad. Hey, hey anyway. Hey. On now, this you, show, that's a fair question. Well, I'm just letting you know, every time I tell you about some escapades, you get you get red in the face. So I really because it's funny. Yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway. And that's just normally red. So I'm listening to it. Sign of the Times was a song I had ever heard on the radio, so I was familiar with that one. But the second I think the second or third song was a song called Housequake. I said, huh, Housequake. I wonder what that's about. So I turned it on. My life changed. <laughs> Forever. Now, if y'all have not heard, if you're a Prince fan, I'm sure you've heard it. If you are not a Prince fan, but you appreciate the music or whatever it is, go to Spotify, go to Sign of the Times, listen to Housequake. It is literally the funkiest song Prince has ever done, hands down, in my opinion. And that's saying a lot. And there are some other tracks on there that are fire. I mean, gasoline, blue flame fire. But this one, yeah, that's life changing. Um, third song, Respect. Because Motown was kind of going through a resurgence at the time. And I grew up with this stuff. So every time Respect came on the radio, I'm all about that. R-E-S-P-E-C-T? Yes. Um, Led Zeppelin is a few songs, but I would, I would probably say Rock and Roll would be the definitive song for me from them. Um, Yo, that Hootie and Bluefish um, cover. Uh, oh, hey, 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 what can hey. I do? Oh, my God. They killed it. They killed it dead. Yeah, it's really it good. Almost, I, I feel like it's better than the damn Led Zeppelin. Right? Well, it is. <laughs> but still, I mean, the original. It's good. Right. Don't get twisted, but yeah. Um, and the last one is the Genesis song that I used to hear when I was a kid because they had a video for it on MTV when MD MTV was in its infancy. And I remember it. And so whenever it, whenever it came on the radio, I really tuned into that. And that was Turn It On. That song came out in like 1980, maybe 1979. Um, and basically anything from Earth, Wind & Fire. I mean, it's like they do they could do no wrong. I mean, I, I'm not a huge Reasons fan, but it's still dope. So I would say in high school, and there's some other stuff out there that I'm leaving out. Bon Jovi is, is like a big one. I'm really leaving out. Molly Cruz is another one. But those songs were the songs that kind of came to mind um, when I think about that time. It was a rough time for me to start with, but I mean, those songs, yeah, that's what's up. Y'all need to check out House Quick. If you haven't, if you have never heard it before, do yourself a in your if you're a Prince fan, do yourself a, a, a favor and listen to that song. It is it is the funkiest uh, Prince song I have ever heard. And Brett agrees with you. He said people sleep on House Quick. Oh, okay. Well, see, I ain't know because, like I said before, it's not one of those songs people like. It's not on the tip of their tongue when you say Prince. 
But that song, yo. Second, also the uh, honorable mention coming from the same record as Hot Thing. That's another one. Like, wow. Okay. KB Yako says any version of Rough Riders Dancer is definitely in, in, in their high school top five. Eh. It's all right. What about you, Moby? Did you figure out five songs? Did you listen to in high school a lot? I can, I can name a whole bunch of songs. Can we, can we just name five, though? Because we ain't got the, the time. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm gonna start at number 28. <laughs> uh, you should have been on last week, so man. Um, I would say Master P make him say, uh, oh, yeah, I love that. Na, 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 na. I love that. Um, then I mean, it's kind of a natural transition, but back that ass up, juvenile. Which version? Bro, what do you mean, what version? There's more than one version? I'm actually... There's a... There's a... No, there is... a radio and an album. Exactly. And the radio... I don't really call that a version. That's just... Okay. But it is. But I mean, you're right. It is. Officially, it is. It's the same difference because Lil Wayne is different on the radio version versus the album version. But I don't really care. Like, because that's that's the least influential part of the song. Like, the m- most impactful part of that song is that fucking crazy ass timeless beat that Manny Fresh laid down for that song that unifies women of all age groups, um, nationalities, cultural backgrounds. With to that, that ass doom, doom, doom. When that shit drops, all women drop their differences and they unite to shake their ass for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know all that was happening. Hey, oh, go yeah, to man. go to any company fucking Christmas dinner or Christmas function where there's a DJ. If oh, he drops on back that ass up, you can look around all the women from different ages, backgrounds, cultural upbringings. They all stop what they're doing and do some version of shaking that ass. Grandma. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> I mean, another one for me was um, Drew Hill, Beauty. And I don't know why. That just seems like such a, a high school, um, you got a crush on a girl song. So I guess that was timeless for me. And then, of course, I mean, in almost every top five we do, it's Outcast Bombs of a Baghdad, which I still think is the most impactful song in hip hop. Um, so, I, think you, yeah. I think every time somebody asks you about music, in your top five, you need yeah, to, song, you need to just have like four because yeah, we already know bombs are over bag yeah, bag. It's, it's, it's four and impossible for me every time, no matter what the list is. It's four exactly. and impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I wanted to like do something that was like in a different genre, but I mean, honestly, that's not how, how I was living back then. So I'm gonna drop that that ghetto spiritual C murder. That's all dope though. Uh, bruh, like cause I play sports, so in football, like before every game. And then, you know, and now, you know, white schools in the Southeastern Conference play it. And it's just hilarious to watch Alabama play that music and put on the scoreboard down for my defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we call them. I didn't even know that. Was my, yeah, on third, on third down, Alabama was get crowd, get hype. I'm just like, really? 
Yes, but then again, it's, it's no different than watch, being at University of Georgia and watching niggas play Pastor Troy and hear all the white people just be hype about it, man. You haven't AG. lived until you see these you white people that you feel haven't. it. And they be singing it. They know the words. They and, know the words, AG. Even and, old people, old white people know the words. <laughs> and I'm pretty confident that half of the stadium is saying nigga. They, they have sing. to. They have to because they, they know that's what the song says. They, they have to. <laughs> In fact, I would play. say I would say it's a percentage of those people that say it out loud because their 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 fandom right. their their stadium is pretty white. To start with, yeah, man. Uh, just like Hey Bagger said, they down for them naysayers. <laughs> my I naysayers. was thinking about them. <laughs> down for my naysayers. <laughs> but yeah, like in high school because I played sport, like I couldn't get I couldn't get away from that song. Like every. Every musical, every every sporting event, dun, 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 like it's just it was it's gonna play. So I can't even think about high school without it. Word, awesome, thank you, thank you. So, you know, I was a very different person back in high school. It's kind of weird, but I was. So, in no particular order, um. I learned what West Coast West, West Coast rap was in high school. I mean, NWA fucked the police. Man, I was all about that shit. And then the cool thing was, my parents are like, you can play anything you want. The door just must be closed when you play it in your room. What? Thank you for the freedom. Man, it, it won't allow, but I'm pretty sure the parents walked by the door and heard some Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. And they kept it moving because that was the rule. Because your door was closed. My door was closed and it won't like super loud. That was the rule. You know? So, (laughs) hey, man, I'm all about, I'm all about, you know. You know what, man? I don't mean to interrupt you, but the only thing in my mind right now is Aunt Shirley humming it under her breath talking about F the police. Yo, I, I can't did, unsee it. She would never admit it. She would never admit I know. it. But it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. <laughs> um, I, I want I want to picture her saying cruising down the street in my six foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can see that. I can't unsee that either. Yeah, nah. rolling in my uh, six foot. <laughs> exactly. Uh, LL Cool J, I'm bad. Ooh, that was good. I mean, I was a big LL guy. That's like really, LL was like one of the few New York rappers that I would fuck with. Wait a minute, wasn't that the same record that had um, Mama Said Knock You Out on it? No, that was the next one. Okay. That was the next, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but LL Cool J has always been a, a favorite of mine. But once again, I've professed on this show and part the majority of my life, I'm not a fan of a lot of New York rap at all. LL I mean, Cool J is just one of them. I'm I saying am. I was listening to LL's greatest hits in high school, so that's yeah. Even though he was still making songs, like we call it the greatest hits because like I was talking about the songs before he became an R&B artist. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't get me wrong, he was a very good R&B artist at that. Like he was really good. But hey, love, <laughs> you know I thought, I thought actually crunch. I thought LL was part of the part of the crowd that actually ushered in. You need a hook in this. No, he absolutely is. He he's one of the pioneers, and he used to bring niggas that could sing to do it. 
And then, see, and he then, was smart enough. And not then all these other niggas started taking shortcuts. Yeah, all the other rappers started taking shortcuts. like, and you know, they actually, I say started taking shortcuts, but really they were making better business decisions because now they ain't got to pay nobody. Exactly, but, but they're horrible. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. funny. Um, number three, I mean, smooth criminal man. Like, yeah. Now, do you like the Michael Jackson version or do you like Alien Ant Farm version? I mean, if you had Desert Island level. version, which one? They're on the same. Oh, they're on the same level to me. Okay. It's just nah. different. Hold on, hold on. The reason why it's on the same level is just different. It's different things. It's like if I want to like, if I just want to like, you know, kind of just rock out. Alien Ant Farm kills it. I'm, I'm if, I wanna, if I want to just enjoy the music and stuff and just think about all the crazy ass dance moves that I'll never be able to do because I'm fat and stuff like that that he can do, yeah, um, I, I like Mike that. But to me, they're on the same level. I, I, this real. is why this is why I can't put them on the same level. Um, it is not because I think you know Alien Ant Farm did some injustice. It's like when you listen to Smooth Criminal, the song is longer. Because it has more of a break, it has more of the breaks in it. Yeah. You have more of the actual song performance, like lyrical and everything in it. Alien Ant Farm's version is so dope and is brilliant because they made a very condensed version of the song too. So basically, it just rocks, it hits you, and then it's oh, all yeah. over with. They it get in, and they get out. Yeah, it hits you and it's over with. That's yeah. the brilliance of it. Like they didn't let it drag out because if you let it drag off, now every little individual break, exactly, people, people compare it to the one before. But yeah. Alien Ant Farm comes in and hits you so hard with just a pure rock version of it yep. that you you never have to compare it. You just appreciate both versions. Yeah, it's one. I would say is one of the best remakes of all time of a remake of a song. That's one of the best. I'm not saying it is the best. I'm saying it's one of the best. Top five, easy. Well, the, the reason, I think the reason so many people feel good about that version is because it's not a it's a tribute song, but it's like a tribute in a like we appreciate what this song is. Now, this is our interpretation of that great Correct. song, yeah. and we're not taking away from it. Correct. Like we're not trying to copy or emulate it. We're, we're, we're it's still a rock song, and it's a dope ass song because they killed it. But it's like we're not trying to emulate it. We're not trying to copy it or jack it. We're basically saying, hey, we listened to this shit too, and we thought it was dope too. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, the thing that really sold it, other than that, yo, the video's phenomenal because I appreciate the fact that some of the guys were doing some of it, but then they had that one little white kid who was just killing it. He was killing it. So, like, shout out to them. And that's by far their most popular song in life. And here's the thing. I didn't even know they had another song. That's the only song I know about them from them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They're not so bad. As far as they're concerned, they don't exist to me other than that song. Like you say their name, that's the only song I can even fathom that they did. I want to say they did a um No, they retired right after that song as far as I'm concerned. I don't care what you said. No, I'm talking before that. <laughs> they did a joint with um Public Enemy. Sure. Did they really? Yeah. This is the second time they've done that. Okay. Oh man. See Kaviako, that's fine for people who care about the bodyguard song. I don't. He's not wrong. He ain't wrong at all. Whitney Houston, look, man, Dolly Parton is the one that got paid, but Whitney Houston stole that song from her. I mean, she even said that's her song. Absolutely, my song no more. I mean, what, what's wrong with what Kaviako said? 
No, I'm just saying. That's I the mean, truth. Like, everybody brings that up, and it's fine. I don't have an issue with that. But you, like, you obviously like, did. You kind of do. Your, your, your hate came out strong. Like, <laughs> I was waiting for that, man. You, you might as well have been like, F that dead bitch. Like, you like, that's, wow. that's, pretty, that's pretty much wow. how you said it, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is, that, is that not the tone? You, you are not eye? wrong, no. sir. No. You are not wrong. No. It, that hurt my feelings, but you ain't wrong either. <laughs> Two Damn. things can be true at the same time. I'm man. just saying, man. That was what your tone said. That, that, that's not what I said. That's what your you know, tone said. And, and I'll say this. I'll say this to defend myself. Nah, man. I don't... The tone didn't mean to come out like that. However, I am glad that there is evidence that everybody thought Bobby was crazy, and it won't It won't Bobby who was really crazy. Nah, people who really know knew, because yeah, I, but, I've heard that, the world I heard that a lot I'm, while she was I'm still mean, alive. In all but, fairness... Just because she's as crazy doesn't absolve him of being crazy too. True. I don't but, think we're looking for. I didn't think we're but, looking for absolution, but I think her no, no. image allowed us to think otherwise. Oh, yeah. I mean, you yeah, thought we, we thought he was a bad influence yeah. for her. And, and, and Bobby Bob was like, "Damn, I was just smoking weed and drinking." Like she was doing that booger sugar. Like, <laughs> wait a minute, booger sugar. <laughs> She introduced me to that because you know that yeah. was a white, that was a white people party drug. We weren't doing that. We were smoking yeah. weed and drinking. And apparently, she'd been doing that for a very long time. Yes. I mean, who she been hanging around for a very long time? I mean, you know, she hung in them circles. Yeah. So uh, number four, a song that don't get a lot of burn, man. Send a fella day to day. Song's awesome. Song's very awesome. Anytime you, check you it have, out. anytime you have. A chance to get Dana Dana an argument, you I will, do. and I appreciate that. That's your guy. Because, because your he, guy. he is so under underappreciated, man. Dana Dane is dope, and that Cinderella song. They should make a movie off that shit because it's awesome. Um, and then, of course, <sighs> sorry for my ladies out there. No, I'm not. Um, Ice Cube's a bitch is a bitch. I have never and heard that you one are, before. Oh, you have not, sir. I got to go to Spotify again. You should listen to that. And I, I mean, look, Ice Cube. Nobody womanized on a track like Ice Cube. <laughs> like I'm not. I know that's nothing that nobody wants to brag about. Womanized like, on his, a track. I'm just saying nobody has like. And he's got a track record of it. Like nobody writes more misogynistic lyrics better than Ice Cube. That same nigga that's making all them family movies. That dude hated him some women in lyrics. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, but the cool thing about it in that song, he said, you know, there's a verse part where she's like, I know you ain't calling me a bitch. He's like, I'm not calling you a bitch. If you listen to the song, it tells you what a bitch is. Cause he talks about how dudes are bitches yeah, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. And it's just and she gets mad that why are you still calling me a bitch? And then he visits because calls her a bitch. Which I pre- I appreciate a lot of people don't realize that Ludacris' song "She's a Hoe, Use a yeah. Hoe, is literally like a tribute song to the "Bitch Is a Bitch." That's yeah. why at the end of the song, like I want a hoe, like you know, don't feel so sad and blue. Most of us niggas is hoes too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say it's too short. Yeah, we we kind of missed that one. I mean, it's too much again. music, man. This this question is just so. No, no, because I think I think that was the womanizing lyrics. And oh, here's still. The, here's the thing: I never took too short as being yeah womanizer. I, I always took too short as talking about a very particular sect, the <laughs> woman. Like he was he was very specific about who he was talking to. There was no generalizations being made. <laughs> and that's why I think a bitch is a bitch is like too because. 
Ice Cube explain, gives you the definition of a bitch. Like, literally, he says, this is a definition of a bitch. And he goes into it, and then if you get, he basically said, if you get offended by this, then I guess that's what you are. And I'm just like, I can't be really mad at that. But especially back then, I was also like in 10th and 11th grade. So I I really didn't give two shits about a lot of shit back then. So, but nah, I, I was a big fan of NWA as a whole. Um, and I, yeah, as far as my hip hop life, they wrote a lot of it. You know, between them, LL and Public, and Public Enemy, ooh, I'm surprised that I haven't been put in jail for something, for rioting or something. but yeah that's that's my top five so good stuff man hey i appreciate um all the comments and stuff i'm gonna slide back to one earlier that that (laughs) black bitch alps came back like she was a time boy high school from ninth 11th grade and she was boy best in the boy section did you beat the shit of all the kids there or like i don't like or I mean, you know, it, it kind of depends on when she went to school because, like, you know, a part of my high school, like, the tomboy thing was in because you got to think, like, T-Boss from TLC, very tomboy. That's very true. Aaliyah, very tomboys. Like, I mean, well, I guess we found out later on the brat. But, you know, all I'm saying is, like, th- there there was a lot of, you know, tomboyish women that were, you know, also seen as sexy, too. So that wasn't always an insult. Well, I mean, that had to be an intro to all the dudes there, though. Hey, fuck them dudes. Ain't nobody worried about this. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said... We talking about our listener, dude. Them niggas don't listen to us. And if they do, <laughs> we ain't talking about you. We talking about the rest of them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you lost, that's your fault. Get your game up, nigga. AG, <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, what's on your mind, bro? <laughs> Man... <laughs> I was so disappointed the Ravens lost today. They didn't even cover. I ain't got, I mean, it ain't nothing to it. It ain't deep. I'm just, not I was disappointed that they lost. I was like, man, Lamar, you were right there and changing the narrative on yourself and uh, didn't even they cover didn't, the four and a half. They didn't give it up like the Lions did. They, they didn't because I was watching the score as the, as the, as we were doing the podcast. And I'm like, how are you going to be up 24 and then lose? But come on, man. What? San Francisco didn't cover. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't. Yeah, anyway, we like we talk, we give a shit about them covering. But now I got to hear on. about two more weeks of how Shanahan's a fucking genius who's never won anything. God, I don't want man. I want the. I want the. I want Kansas City to beat the dog shit out of them. Dogs. I don't ever well, want Kyle Shanahan to be successful. Well, actually, you know, speaking of Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> this is the this is this is how strong. And I said this before. Once somebody creates a narrative on you, especially in the NFL. That is the narrative that you have forever, for better or worse. How come no one ever says anything about that stupid loss when he was offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons? How come no one talks about that? Well, he's a genius, about- and I'm not saying he's not really smart at, at, at offenses, but please help me understand how that gets omitted from every Kyle Shanahan conversation. Because, because. You know, all you had to was- do was run the ball and you win a ring. And he chose I not mean, yeah. to. He chose to be cute. And then he lost the game and then got hired for the four year. No, he got hired before that game. That was a problem. He got hired before that game. Oh, he okay. Was, well, the only he, thing I'm saying is. He had shit to lose, basically. Because okay. he was like, well, I'm going to go to San Francisco with me a chip. Well, well he should have won it that night. 
I'm yeah. just letting you know. I, I just, anyway, like I said, man, I was disappointed. I, I really thought the Ravens were going to do it this time. Lamar's going to change the narrative, and he didn't. And I was just really, just, I don't, and I really don't take stuff hard like that. But I was like, bro. Anyway, that's what was I on mean, my mind. Yeah, but the narrative, like, I hate to compare opposite sports, but the problem is we they all live in a world that Patrick Mahomes exists in. And it's Truth. like, they playing Jordan. And it's like, look, man, I was an Atlanta Hawks fan. Dominique Wilkins was one of the craziest athletes to ever play basketball. Nobody remembers him because he played when Jordan played, man. Like, that, no, I mean, people remember him, but you, well, you're right about that. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Absolutely right about that. I we just, don't blame Dominique for that winning. Like, nobody, and that's what's unfair. Like, we give, they're going to give Lamar Jackson, or he's not clutch, he can't get it done. It's like, no, that nigga playing Jordan, man. Well, but the thing also, is, man, Jordan went on the field when he was on the field. What I'm saying is, there were mistakes made. And I just, I just yeah, hated to see it go match, down bro. like that. And again, this is no disrespect to Patrick Mahomes. I'm just like, Lamar could have changed the narrative on who he oh, was, absolutely. and I'm like, good grab it. That's all. I think State Farm just rigged all of it because they got to make sure all their folks. <laughs> no, nah, they learned their lesson because for years they had Chris Paul doing oh. shit, and they were just like, we've associated ourselves with losers, so now we're just going to pay the league off to make sure that we always keep a winner representing That's us. That's not always man. true because Aaron Rodgers was the first. He, yeah, got, a, he, he got a ring. He got a ring, and then he didn't know. No, well, he got a ring, though. He got a ring. If this is what we're doing, he got a ring. Hey, yeah, but Pat got two. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, we said what we want, but Pat got two. And, and, and they slowly got off of Aaron Rodgers. We had... B. John Raji doing du- discount double check. They were slowly oh, getting away from Aaron Rodgers. They were just like, hey, nigga, you ain't won in a while. We got to start getting some other people up here. And they were yeah. like, you know, and Chris Paul ain't never going to win. But I mean, but look, man, the people like people who in the NBA that look like they're regular dudes. So we like getting short people to advertise for. But yo, man, give can we give a shout out to the State Farm commercial when I guess. Patrick Mahomes, they they told him he wanted the the most viable bundle. Love it, that confetti is just and then, hilarious. And he, he was just like, oh, what, like this? Exactly. Okay, then, y'all like, like that commercial, but my favorite commercial is when he's like, they're they're doing like the pregame speech, and he's like, it all comes down to one word: bundle with home and auto. And the guy's like, that's four <laughs> words. He goes, if you not bundle. if you bundle it. I love that <laughs> and then he starts convulsing. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah, that commercial, man. man. That, that's hilarious. Uh, but actually, the yeah. one that's really funny to me is the Andy Reid when when they had the restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> then we us laughing at Andy Reid being fat. Oh my god. Hey, let's do that again with those nuggies. Oh my god. Okay. He didn't say nuggets. No, he, he said nuggies. nuggies. Like nuggies. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's what's on my mind. You're gonna get him next year tomorrow, but. Man, good gravy. Anyway, go ahead. All right, Moby, what's on your mind, bro? All right, so um, my youngest daughter turned 12. Dun, dun, and dun. Happy birthday. Yeah, man. So um, we were in the car yesterday, and it was just me and her, and other people were in the store, and it was just us listening to music, and Boys in the Hood came on, and we're listening to it. 
I guess, I guess, it's fair to ask, man. I guess, I guess you're right. But the only one I care about. When we, we, I need easy rapping, okay? okay thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fear, but... Because, I mean, honestly, so, if you just so, said that the other one, I'd be like, you turn it off after Jeezy finished, right? Nah, nah, it's on, it's on the radio... So you know it doesn't have the full effect, but it doesn't matter. I'm I'm still like into it, all the beat transitions in it, and and I look at her and I'm like, you think this is whack, don't you? She was like, she was like, no, but there's just like so many different beats happening at one time, and I'm like, yeah, that was the brilliance of this, and I'm like, this this was the or the original gangster rap music, and she was like, oh. Because the gangsters in my that make music now, they're not really gangsters. They just do YouTube stuff. And I looked at her and I was like, "My girl, my girl. you give a hug she for me." Not wrong. But, 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 then, but, then, but then I, but then I found myself like being responsible and being like, "Look, in all fairness, half the niggas that was talking about gangster rap when I was young, you just faking like it that? too." Yeah, I was like half the niggas that I was like, were lying too. And I'm like, this nigga easy. He didn't even write his own shit. And Ice Cube was writing, and he went to private school. So I was like, look, we we all out here faking it. So I'm just saying, like, just appreciate the music and the message, not necessarily the messenger, because you know there's a lot of false prophets out here. Like you listen to all these prophets. little Uzis and, and and blue faces and all all the people oh, out here doing all this toxic shit. I'm like, look, just don't be a young boy. They don't believe all these people are uh, really gangsters. So then we went down this old. I, I let let her listen to six in the morning. Let her listen to all the old, all, and she was like jamming with me. And then we listened to um, what was it? Gin and Juice. Ooh, nice. And she was like, and then she was like pointing out references that Snoop made from other classic songs. And I'm just like, I've taught you well. <laughs> Young Padawan. Well, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I, I was just like, it's 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 okay. I, I will allow you listening to your mumble rap because you at least have. Uh, she don't even listen to the mumble rap. She listens to the depressed rap. Where all the niggas sound like they they sad and they. It, it's like like I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes the beat slap, but it's like a sad slap that you gotta listen to by yourself. Like we just slapping if it's sad. I mean, yeah, because you can appreciate the beat, and it's like, okay, I see what you're doing. It's a, it's a nice they melody. They talk about that shit. Yeah, but it's like, damn, y'all niggas sound depressed, and like, like y'all need a hug. And I thought y'all was supposed to be killing niggas, and like, y'all need hugs and shit. Like, it's confusing. It's confusing when in the first verse you're talking about how you're a killer nigga, and then in the second verse I clearly see you're addressing your mental health conditions and talking about traumas in your life and basically saying you need love. Like, I'm, I'd be confused as fuck listening to some of these new niggas rap. Like, that's. <laughs> like I don't know if I'm supposed to get hype, be concerned, or like <laughs> be concerned. Not on hey, can you call such and such as house? Because I think oh, it might be. Can we do a mental health check on Be concerned. Like, <laughs> wow. And look, man, I'm not. I'm not trying to clown it. Like I guess it's cool that like they live in a world where artists now feel like the ultimate freedom to just be vulnerable on a track, but. I mean, nigga, go to therapy. Don't be putting that sad ass shit on every track, man. Like, damn, man. <laughs> like, you, man, you got money now, nigga. Go find a, go find a shrink, man, and, and talk that shit out, man. What you need to do is stop doing putting jewels in your forehead, like you, division. <laughs> you leave that man alone, man. Yeah. He and then said he no. <laughs> then he He's, lost it. Yeah. Nikki D four two four said that is their therapy. I guess, man. Well, that's fair because this show is my therapy. 
No, no, it's way cheaper than that shit. Once again, as, as I'm insulting it, I actually appreciate it, and and sometimes I'm like, hey man, that's cool that they have this outlet, but then at the end of the day, I just be like, damn nigga, is anybody happy? Because every R&B female artist out there, like, I mean, like, yo, all y'all chicks need hugs because apparently everybody doing y'all wrong. Like, <laughs> ain't, ain't, no, ain't nobody having no actual love song. It's all about this nigga that did them wrong and how they, you know, they going to be all right. And I'm not sure they going to be all right because, I mean, Mary J. Blige said Soon no more time. as I get home. I'm just saying, Mary J said no more drama like 25 years ago, and I swear that bitch has been in drama ever since. Like, so I just I don't know what to believe on these tracks no more, man. Like, <laughs> don't believe shit. Ah, uh, I mean, hilarious. look, I mean, Brian McKnight said one last cry to me, and we ain't heard from that nigga in a while, so maybe he is done crying. See, it, well, I mean, at least at least he was honest on his shit. I mean, man, I guess she says it's called journaling, movie. Well, is it journaling or is it what is it? I mean, I mean, Moby, you hear that? You see I that? Mean, I, I mean, I, I heard it. I guess it's called journaling, but journaling. I mean, we gotta pay for it. Shit. Yeah, I mean, not even pay for it. <laughs> like, I don't generally hear what's in your journal. And if and if you are gonna tell me what's in your journal, I got a right to not listen to it no more. Like, I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to hear about your problems. <laughs> no, nah, but no, nah, yeah. man. Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, but but he ain't wrong. Like I told you about the song. Like, like she she's literally committing murder in her song, and like everybody's like, cool. That's that's the you know top five and five right there. This <laughs> <laughs> talking about murdering her ex, and we like that's the number one most requested song of the day. It's like, damn man, like what are y'all doing out here, now, man? Like, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, look, I, said, I, look, I appreciate everybody has an outlet, man. I just, you know, I just can't listen to it all the time. Like, I'd be like, damn, can we, can we lie about being happy on some tracks again? Like, almost but then it wouldn't be come authentic. out with a happy. You wouldn't want to ever authentic AG. Huh? It wasn't ever authentic AG. It's just it was it was pieces of it. Like, give me give me some variety. Give me happy sometimes. Look, you you can you can make a sad song. <laughs> How are you trying to dictate these people's artists? I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to dictate. I'm just saying I just wish the radio wouldn't just play one thing. Because I know these artists are out here making other songs, but everything on the radio just sounds sad and womanizing. Like, but, <laughs> but, but I guess that's what everybody wants to hear, you know? But before, it, when we were growing it, up, it, it was it, angry and womanizing. Yeah, I, I guess. But look, the, the common denominator is womanizing. That is. <laughs> But here's, the, but here's the thing. A lot of the woman, the womanizing so now is coming from other women. Yeah, the womanizing now stuff is coming. I mean, look, man, if I got to hear, you know, about her booty hole being brown one more time, like, I'm just like, yo, I'm what? done with this sexy red stuff, what? man. Oh, sex, God bless America. <laughs> yeah, talk, talk about no talent. Oh, my God. You know, there's a girl on one, on one of the younger basketball teams that my, my daughters refer to as sexy red because she's got red hair. And I just be like, Please do not call that young lady that. Like that is insulting. To, like, I don't even know this young lady. That is insulting to her. They call her sexy red. Yeah, I mean, cause they just talk about her hair color is red. But I'm just like, uh, no, man, don't do that to her. Don't do that, cause, cause I don't want like three or four years from now me seeing her on some music video rapping and me being like, God damn it, we did this to her. We did this to her. We put her in this box. 
that chick's still torn pregnant, bro. That, that's, that's all I got to say on that. Bro, I'm, here's the thing. I'm not mad at any sexy red. I just wish we had more variety. Just give me more variety, man. Like, back, back in the day, there was a tour that existed where it was Kid and Play, mm-hmm. MC Hammer, and NWA. I don't know how that happened. All, all spectrums, baby. All spectrums. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure Tretch was trying to jump in there and do some. Oh, here we go. He brought that back, man. <laughs> wow. I can't right. unsee that. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. You're right. You're, you're, you're right, Nick. I should just, you know, do iTunes and Spotify, make my own playlist. But then Spotify be recommending songs and all them shits be sad. I'd be like, Spotify, what you trying to say about me, bro? First of all, I don't listen to nothing to Spotify recommends. If it's new, fuck that. Uh, yeah, look, man, Spotify in the R&B soul section, I love Spotify because I hear a whole bunch of songs that I never hear on the radio. But you're right. When it comes to, like, hip-hop music, ooh, that shit is hit or miss right there, man. Like, <laughs> that, that shit's miss all day. Like, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Oh my you know, god, man! You know I be listening to some hot ass little Yachty songs and uh, <sighs> Little Boat. Hey, l- <laughs> you say Little Boat? Yeah, you know what? Little Boat, man. Little Boat. Hey, little, little Yachty is a pioneer, man. All right, he is a pioneer. He is a jewel, and we have to protect him at all costs, man. Now he was on Aha too. Jesus Christ. Ah. All right, thank you, Moby. Ah, yeah, man. And I'm a, you know what? KB Yako and I be on the same shit, man. What's on my mind? This punk ass motherfucker, Tim Scott. Bro. Bro. Oh, no. What did he say now? Well, you see, he he backed Trump. And like, he left. <laughs> he, he left the show. I had, I had to gather myself. He man. had to gather himself. <laughs> so after his punk ass drop out the race, that he won't go in. He then finally came out there and, and uh, gave Trump, Donald Trump his his nod. And as Donald Trump was shitting on, um, what's her face? I can't remember her fucking name because who cares? Um, he comes out there. He's like, hey, aren't you mad at her too? The woman who put him in the Senate, he was not elected by people. She moved him to the Senate. And then he's like, nah, man, I just love you. Negro, what? Bruh, you the... <laughs> Look, man, all I got to say is, on that bullshit, there are some things left to do in private, and I, I would appreciate that you would use some of that, because the fuck you out here doing, man? I mean, how do I people mean, listen to Tim Scott? Because he has like a couple things aesthetically going against him, and and one is like he has an untrustworthy amount of facial hair. So black dudes, when you are bald, you got to have some form of facial hair on your body. You can't just be out here naked <laughs> face when you bald. Like, <laughs> wait a minute, naked facing it. <laughs> you can't be out here naked facing it when you bald. Like, he's the, only, the, only, about that. the only the only nigga that can pull that off successfully for whatever reason is LL Cool J because that nigga's been naked facing it forever. But it's like he's LL. Fuck it, he's earned it, I guess. But anybody who is that bald. And has that much of his gum showing every time he smiles. Oh, God. You got to have a mustache 
a, a goatee, a soul patch, some sideburns, something, nigga. Like, you cannot be out here, <laughs> Mr. Potato Head in it, and showing all your gums, and then saying stupid ass tap dance for master shit, man. Like, how does anybody take this man serious? Like, I feel like white people who want a black person to endorse them look at Tim Scott and go, you know what? We can do better than that, too. Even we can do better than that. <laughs> You <laughs> said even Bro. we can do better than that. <laughs> I mean, um, yo, man, it was just, it could have been the, the. you know what? I never was a fan of Tim Scott, but damn, bro, did you have to tap dance from Master like that for real? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. real. He kind of had to. I mean, he took him to the side. He really look. didn't have to. He didn't he have to, just but it's like, that's what he, I mean, I shouldn't say have to. He, he probably was, he wasn't even compelled to do it. He probably wanted to do it. Which makes him even more dangerous. I mean, look, I mean, we can go back to um, Django Unchained. I mean, if if he won't the cat, the, 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 um, the, what's his face? What, the character? The, um, I can't remember the damn um, name. Um, you Samuel Jackson's character? Samuel Jackson's character, bro. Like pretty bad. He got he got up there and just like he did everything but dance, like physically dance. <laughs> I mean, at least our former governor decided that he can do the moonwalk, and his wife was like, "That would be inappropriate, baby," which was brilliant on her behalf. Cause she would have had to divorce his ass if he had did that dumb shit, Bruh Tim Scott ain't married or nothing. Like somebody needs to marry. Like he has no conscience. I don't understand. I don't. South Carolina, man. South Carolina, I don't get it. I mean, you do. Nikki get it. Haley. Nikki Haley's one thing. Who is not a white woman? She is a person of color. No, she's not. But if you. She she is. No, she's she, no, she's not. She is when it's convenient. Well, I'm just saying she was born a person of color. Yeah, okay. Good luck. And with her that. husband is blacker than the midnight sun. And bruh, like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand any of that yeah, shit. She she uses her minority status the same way like common Jewish people use theirs, you know, you know. When it's really convenient, they'll pull that shit out. Yeah. Right, but, but when it's okay to blend in with the rest of the whites, <laughs> they'll go right back there too. Like <laughs> the whites, but yeah, man, like Tim Scott, man, Tim Scott is like we knew he was already off the reservation, he was off the train, but like I just so. <laughs> Every just, Donald Trump campaign oh, needs God. a Cruz. You need a Ted Cruz figure. And since Ted Cruz, like, can't get butt-fucked anymore by Donald Trump, then he's already allowed himself to be. Like, Tim Scott is the new booty of choice. Like, this is the dude. He's going to parade out there and, you know, basically yeah. verbally fuck whenever possible. Tim Scott wished he was a dude from Django. At least Sam had power. <laughs> Timmy tried to be a house nigga. Trying to he hey, he is. Hey AG, what I say a long time ago, just cause them niggas will let you in the house, don't mean they ever gonna let you sit at the table. That's right. <laughs> All that. It's just oh my god, man. It's, they won't even let you sit down when you clean the clean the silverware. So no, it's, not ever. It's so bad. What I mean, it's that's so what we're doing, so ain't no need to nickname it. That's what we're doing. 
I mean, at least at least the governor of Florida backed Trump, but his he did that shit in an email. <laughs> his punk ass won't dare. You know, because he's like, at least I got some sort of class, and I need to run this state into the ground so the country can see me. So that takes precedence over backing down, being visible, you know, for back Donald Trump. But yo, man, Tim Scott, man, fuck that guy, man. Like, I mean, Tim Scott says so much, like time yeah. cookery, that I imagine somewhere Clarence Thomas is going, damn, that nigga be out here cooning. <laughs> <laughs> and if Clarence Thomas says that shit. It's got to be. It's got. That's higher than him. And he spent his whole life doing that. That was brilliant. What you just said. I can't. Jesus. Yeah, man. That, yeah, that's that's accurate. I'll get what nobody's say. I mean. That, I know Tim Chris Scott. Thomas be like, God damn, this nigga tap dance is strong as fuck. Like, I got I got to change my tap dance again. He out here hoofing it. Clarence, Clarence Thomas be looking at his white wife, going, "Can you believe this nigga over here? Can you believe this nigga here?" <laughs> I don't. I don't know why there's nothing more. There's nothing more funny to me than imagining Clarence Thomas talking to his wife, saying, "Look at this nigga here." There's like nothing funnier to me. (laughs) Only because there might be some truth to it. It's Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley's daughter, this married black man. You sure? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought her. I thought her husband was black. He's white. The daughter's married to a black man for real, like Tim Scott level black. Yeah, and uh, classifies as her one black friend. Exactly. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I mean, because it was Tim Scott, but clearly <laughs> Tim Scott defected. So, uh, well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Five Minute Warning. Once again, we are here every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, not CP time, but Eastern Standard Time. And, you know, hey, look, tell a friend, tell an enemy, just tell somebody about us. If you don't get to catch us on a live version, please feel free to catch us on the podcast or on the um, YouTube. And, of course, we have gotten our stuff straight. Everything's up to date on the podcast. My bad, but it's whatever. Um, <laughs> My bad, but it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to apologize and deflect what Angus Tennant Because I'm brilliant. Um, it was my fault, but it wasn't my fault. I didn't say that. You kind of did. I was fuck you. Y'all should have did better. <laughs> I didn't say that. But uh, so, uh, a programming note Super Bowl. We would not have a show on Super Bowl because guess what? We know that Super Bowl is a little bit more important than our show. <laughs> So we will be off in two Sundays, not next Sunday, but the Sunday after. We will be off, and then we will all watch Super Bowl together and not talk about the next week because, for what, it'd be a week old after that. That's not true. We'll be talking about some commercial, some half-time scandal, something, some random picture they show of Taylor Swift swag surfing offbeat. Something, Something will happen that will... You know, spark us conversating or conversing about the, the things that transpired during the Super Bowl. Speaking of which, it was weird when they were giving the trophy to the um, the Kansas City Chiefs, and they would show Taylor Swift every like thirty seconds. And I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck are you showing Taylor Swift? Because then I was thinking, I looked at, it, I was like, is she on stage with them? So, so but she wasn't. The, <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. 
somebody in my house expressed to me that, well, they understand that a lot of people think Taylor Swift's a big deal. And I'm like, so do they think people are only watching this football game? There's a sect of people out there that are only watching this football game to see the five-second clips of Taylor Swift between plays? Yes. And she was, and she was like, yeah, they probably are. And I was like, well, fuck those people and everything <laughs> they stand for. Like... <laughs> Uh, well, all right. I mean, I mean, Moby is on. Moby is going on the fence for all the the young white, the young white brown no, no, girls. This, this has Taylor nothing Swift. to do with Taylor Swift. This is like, yo, we're watching a football game. Why are we putting the camera on somebody that has no impact on the game multiple times? That would be like if we went to a Taylor Swift concert and all of a sudden, I bet they wouldn't pan to Kelsey in the audience every 15 seconds between songs. You know Kelsey's why? not in the audience because he's in the back because he's smart. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Taylor Swift has to get in the back. On the bus? Oh, wait a minute. Not doing that. Um... I'm not getting canceled by Swift. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Yet. If if Kelsey's brother was there with his shirt off, drinking in the audience, I do want to see that because that's fucking entertainment. Because that motherfucker <laughs> is just shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, Taylor Swift has has become, at least for now, a fixture of the NFL. What do you know? What do you think? I mean, in all truth, I'd rather them show clips of her than have to listen to Gronkowski talk. He's gotten better. All right. Which one? Gronkowski or your boy? Hey, man, I'd rather have Collinsworth because at least I can laugh at Collinsworth. Because, like, it's, it's, like, I don't think Gronkowski is, like, not intelligent. But, like, he talks and says things that, like, make you feel like he was in one of those classrooms that got let out 30 minutes before everybody else so they could get home earlier because sometimes he says things in a speech pattern that wouldn't suggest that he is the most intellectual person on the board. So I don't feel good laughing at him because I'm like, I don't know if I'm laughing at him because he sounds slow or maybe he is. Maybe he is. At least with Collinsworth, it's just like, ah, you know, like, like I just know Collinsworth just gets stuck on nouns. Like, that's what it is. Like, he gets stuck on certain words and sentences. It's like a stutter, but it's like a, oh God. a refined stutter that he does that apparently white people love because they love him as a broadcaster. Just, they just do. They, they call Chris Collinsworth a great play-by-play guy, and I'm, uh, a great color. And I'm just like, nah, nah, no thanks. All right. All right. Well, Chris Collinsworth ain't on TV no more this year, so that'd be awesome. So, once again, we will see you next Sunday. Easter Standard <laughs> 9 p.m. Easter Standard Time. Tell a friend, tell and tell somebody about us. And of course, thank you, Moby. Thank you, AG. Thank you, everybody who listens to the podcast today. Oh, or listen to the show today and the podcast later on. Hey man, we're gonna do this thing again next week. So, as always, peace, love, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, 
AG underscore five minute warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.